Hi, I'm Patricia Grabarek. And I'm Katina Sawyer, and welcome to the Worker Being Podcast. Today, we have Patricia here to tell us all about her final uh, details of wedding planning and to give us some tips uh, for any of you out there who might be uh, working toward planning a wedding or just have a big project to organize. Maybe some of the tips would be relevant to both. Uh, So, Patricia, how is it going? You're going to be married soon. I know. When this airs, I'll already be in Hawaii um, a couple days before the wedding. So that is bonkers. I just can't. I can't even believe that's happening. Um, And hopefully I have some good tips. I mean, I just really want to kind of talk about working and planning a wedding at the same time. Like it is a lot more than I expected it would be. And obviously, you know, with worker being and like got lots of projects going on, not just my one full-time job. So I'm sure that that doesn't help, but um, (laughs) it was just way more than I anticipated. And I have some learnings that I want to impart, but you've also done this Katina. So I would love to hear yours as well. Yes. Mine. I'm an old married hag. (laughs) (laughs) It's exactly how I would describe you. An old married hag. Um, but yes, if I have any tips that feel relevant, I will also share, but I really want to hear more about what, what you're doing and what you think has been helpful because you've been so like you had some major like hurdles to overcome with your venue canceling and all that kind of stuff. So like, but you've been like pretty, you know, collected and I feel (laughs) like you're always on top of everything. So I feel like you're a good person to give tips. Well, thank you. I'm not 100% sure how I did it for most of the things, but um, but I have some some tips and ideas. And yeah, we definitely had a lot of hurdles, like with the venue canceling. Then we had, you know, Nittany going through her um, radiation treatment. So having to be in San Diego with with her for that. Um, So lots of cat stuff and wedding (laughs) stuff and work stuff. I mean, it's been a lot. A lot of stuff a lot of stuff. There's been a lot of stuff, Stuff. but (laughs) I think so the things that really helped me. So I'm going to kind of go through a few of them. Like the first thing was just being realistic. And I know that you Katina have been very supportive in all this. And I know that there's like another project that we've been working on that we kind of paused until after the wedding because I knew that there was too much to do. Right. And we kept trying to fit in, squeeze things in and it was just getting a little bit out of hand. And so being able to know like, okay, well, I have these goals for what I want to do, like with worker being and the things that we've talked about. And maybe it's going to take two extra months than I would have thought. And that's okay. And being okay with the fact that like some things that maybe aren't um, a crucial priority in the moment might have to be pushed back a little bit and being able to live with that and be okay with that. And I think that happens with really anything. Like obviously with wedding planning, like again, I didn't expect wedding planning to be so much time and kind of intense and just very emotionally draining but I think there's a lot of other things that happen in life that are the same in terms of taking up a lot of energy and emotion um so I think that tip could really be relevant for anybody going through anything like yeah just being realistic that if something else is going on like major in your life you know that you won't be able to do everything it's not possible so being able to prioritize and know what things you can push and what things you need to handle immediately and um, trying to shuffle things in such a way that works best for 
your personal goals, but also for the, the thing that you have to take care of. Yeah. And also I think recognizing like part of what you're saying is also recognizing that, you know, getting things done isn't always just about like we, I think, you know, both of us have an urge and I think many people probably out there have the same thing that like, we like to be done with something. We like to like check off like, okay, we did that. We got that done. Like we're task focused and we like to be able to say that we, you know, achieved our goals and we're able to like, you know, be completed with something. But at the same time, like there's a difference between just completing something and also like completing it really well and giving it like the time and the thought that it needs. So if it's not something that has to be urgently done, you might even benefit from, you know, rescheduling it for a time where you can think more about exactly how you want to do it. And you might prefer that in the long run, as opposed to like, I think especially when you have a lot of things to do, there's something satisfying about like, oh, I have like 20 things I wanted to do today and I got all 20 of them done. And like, that <laughs> makes you feel good. But it's like, if you could have taken 18 through 20 and assigned them to a different day in the future and actually spent more time, maybe they could have gotten done better. And that's a better goal. So I think a mm -hmm. lot of the stuff that we're like, you know, kind of putting on the back burner for worker being makes a lot of sense because it's stuff that we care about and it's important and it's not time urgent. It's just that we feel urgent about getting it done because we both like to check the box, but at the same time, like sometimes that's not the goal. Right. So yeah. I think that's part of what you're saying too. I agree. I totally agree. Like knowing what needs more effort and energy in addition to what can be postponed. So like, yeah. I totally agree. There's a lot of things that we want to do that if we rushed it, it wouldn't be right. And there's no reason for that. We don't have a reason to do that. You know, sometimes you have to rush something and it's not going to be a hundred percent and that's okay too. But if you are able to push something that you could then spend more effort on later, I think that's totally, a. I mean, I've learned through this process that I have to be okay with that even if naturally I wouldn't be okay with that um, because I know that in the end, that'll be the best decision. Right. Um, and with that, I think that there's also, that also goes towards the wedding planning. So it's not just, okay, for work and worker being and all these different things, like what am I going to push from there? But also from the wedding planning, like if there's something I just don't care about, like yeah. I shouldn't be wasting my energy on that. You know, something that somebody else cares about, let them do it. Um, right. Let go, let them have it. And, you know, like a really good example is the decor at the wedding, like the what's going to be on the tables. What are they called? Like centerpieces, centerpieces? whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. How much clearly, don't care I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Clearly, I don't care. Um, and like the planner had like some idea and I was like, that's fine. We could do that. So then we went with her thing. And then she had like this other idea that I wasn't as excited about. And so like, but instead of being like, oh, like I don't love this thing. And then trying to find a solution. I was like, I don't love this because of X, Y, Z. Find me something else. And like, right. I, in the end, I didn't care as long as it wasn't like, like, I just didn't want it to be so big. So I wanted to right. more simple. So that was basically just going from bigger to smaller. And that was the only conversation I had with her. And then whatever she came up with, I was like, done. Okay, let's right. move on. Right. Like, as because I, I just didn't care. Like, that's not important to me. And right. I think that if I had put more energy in that, like, it would be a waste of my time. And one thing that I've noticed with wedding planning and other people have said the same thing to me. They're like, have you gotten to the point where you just don't want to make any more decisions? And I'm like, yes, yeah. I am totally at that point. I don't want to decide anything else. Like, can I just have it all decided for me? And totally. I'm glad that I pushed some things off and let other people decide it because I can't, I don't think I would have, I would have gotten to this point where I can't make any more decisions way earlier if yeah. 
I hadn't let some decisions go to other people. Yeah, that's a good point. Like you wouldn't have the energy to even make stuff that make decisions about stuff that like maybe you actually did care about in the long run, but you were just exhausted of making choices. Exactly. Yeah. So I think it's really important to figure out like what you actually care about and then everything else, like let it go. It's fine. Like, I mean, granted, I haven't had the wedding yet, so we'll see, but I have a feeling it'll be fine. Um, So I've been trying to be like very practical about it because like, I I don't, I don't know. I've noticed other people around me are kind of losing it a bit more than I am. And I think that's because I'm just like, you know, I care about these specific things and that's it. Right. And I want it to be done and I get stressed out because other people are stressing me out. Right. But I've noticed that I haven't been as stressed out about making everything perfect because I've kind of come to the conclusion that there's probably gonna be some things that aren't perfect and there's some things that I don't care about and some things that people don't even notice. So why are we bothering? You know, like those types of things. And I've been really trying to be very, um, very realistic about the whole event and not putting so much pressure on it, even if people are trying to do that to me. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like I remember with mine, we like, I, I cared, you know, somewhat about the invitation, but I wasn't like super caring about it. Well, my mom cared a ton about the invitation. So I was kind of like, look, you know, I'll go look at them with you, but kind of whatever like float your boat we're gonna go with um and she decided like after the woman at the store told us that like nobody does inside envelopes anymore like the envelope that all this stuff is in on the inside of the envelope that it gets mailed in or whatever is the inside (laughs) envelope she told us that no one does inside envelopes anymore and like it's not in style and so we like listened to her and we were like okay yeah like no inside envelope and then like you know, we get home and my mom's like, we made a mistake. Like we need that envelope. (laughs) Like that's like, like, why did we say that? Why did we like, we have to call her. We have to like, we have to make her stop, make sure she doesn't send the order tomorrow. Like we cannot not have the inside envelope. I don't even know what I was thinking. I don't know why we agreed to that. And she was like having a panic and I was just like, okay. And she was like, can you call her? And when I, and I was like, you know what? Like this can be your journey. Like, (laughs) like if this is something that's really important to you, you can figure this part out. Cause like, I cannot be like this concerned about the inside envelope. So like just certain things like that, where you just have to be like, my like initial reaction would be like, okay, I got to fix this. Like mom needs the inside envelope. Like, what am I going to do? I got to call her tomorrow morning. First thing and make, and I was just like, you know what? I think this sounds like a good job for you. Like you, <laughs> you care a lot about this envelope and I really do not. So let's just let that be your job. <laughs> yes. I think that's huge. I think that being able to do that is so important because otherwise you put everything on yourself and you're going to, you're going to freak out. Like it's too much. Yeah. Um, especially with the rest of your life. That's the thing. It's like maybe if you have time and you've got, a little, you know, you're in a magical situation where you don't have to work while you're planning your wedding right. or whatever, right. that's amazing and great. Then you probably could take on that envelope. But right. you have a lot of other things to do. And is yeah. the envelope worth your time when maybe you want to yeah. be working on a research project or something else? No. Like there's no. no reason to be spending time on things that you just don't care about. Um, and take away from things that you do care about. I mean, in the end, like super excited about my wedding, but it is one day. Like it's right. not 
Right. It's not everything. And I know some people put that kind of pressure on it, but I think it's just really important to like have perspective. The more important part is that you get in there and you're sane and then you have a good marriage. Like not getting in there super stressed out and overwhelmed and overworked because you basically like have two jobs at this point. Then that you're not going to be happy in that moment and you're going to be so exhausted. And I just think it's important just to kind of take a step back and think about what's that big picture. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You could don't, don't make yourself stress over an envelope. If you, if you don't have envelope time. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And I can guarantee you most people did not notice whether or not you had an inside and outside (laughs) envelope because no, that but we can yeah. never tell my mom that <laughs> she might hear it here just so you know but <laughs> um so what uh, what else have you learned in your process well I've also like kind of along with the same lines as you know n- not focusing on things you don't care about um is also like getting support so I'm yeah. super lucky because I'm in a very supportive work environment like Obviously, with Brooke being, I have you, and you are super supportive. But then, you know, at Infor, my whole team is so supportive, and my boss is really supportive, and the VP of Science is super supportive. Like, you've all heard from Jill. She's awesome. Um, And everyone's just been really there for me, like, you know, asking if they can help and and really being very understanding of everything. And, you know, I really appreciate it. Like, I feel like I, for the most part, haven't dropped the ball too much. Like, there may have been a couple times where you know, maybe I could have responded more quickly or something like that. But generally, I feel like I've been relatively okay and on top of it. But the fact that people are really understanding and like, if I send a note back and say, hey, like, I can't do this right now, I have x thing or, you know, I can't do the meeting at this time, because I have this other thing and you know, whatever, like people have just been very warm and open and supportive and very um, encouraging of everything that I'm going through. And I I feel like that makes a huge difference and knowing that if I really needed it, if I was in a situation where I couldn't meet a deadline or I couldn't do something, I could just call Paul and say, Hey, like this is going on. I really need your help. And he would do it. He would help me. Um, and the same kind of goes with, you know, now that I'm planning to leave for the wedding, like I have that support. Like I know I can, tomorrow I'm talking to Paul and I know I'm going to give him a list of here are some clients and here's what's going on with them and here's what we need to think about while I'm gone. And then I can just give it to him and then I can walk away. And it's right, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like that is huge. And I know that not yeah. everybody's going to have that, but if you can try to lean on the people around you, it yeah. is so, so, so helpful. Yeah. And I think it's also just an important lesson to realize like, you know, the work that we all do, it's important. And like, we all, you know, take pride in our work and you want to do well at what you're doing and all that kind of stuff. But like the world can continue. The people around you know enough about what they're doing and can be brought up to speed enough and can think on their feet enough to handle life when you're not there. So it's like, also, I think sometimes people are just so concerned about what will happen if they're not around and they're not maybe trusting is the wrong word, but they're just not used to letting go of their work to the point that they don't have control over it. And Mm -hmm. if you like give up control of your stuff, it's not the end of the world. Like things are still okay. And I think that that's a good lesson to learn is like, you can give your stuff to other people and walk away. And when you come back, it's still there and you've had a nice time Mm -hmm. And it doesn't, you don't need to be babysitting your work 24 hours a day. 
Agreed. I mean, that is a huge, huge lesson just to do that, um, to really be able to focus in on the fact that I have other things going on that people can help me, like being able to let go. And I think that I'm decently good at that with vacations and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I don't think that this is really new to me. Um, Mm -hmm. But I do think it's an important lesson for everybody out there that, yes, you can you can really let go in most cases and you can trust the people around you to do their jobs well because they probably do and you don't have to you know be so tied to your project or work or client or whatever that you can't possibly you know be replaced for a few weeks like there's no reason why um, I have to stress that oh my gosh this client's not going to have somebody for two weeks well actually I have a whole team of people that are really capable and that as long as I tell them like x is happening they can handle it like there's no reason why um, I should be stressing out so much about it so I think that's big I think it's really important to you know to kind of go through the things that we've talked about right like be able to let go be able to trust the people around you to support you and um, make things happen Yeah. And if you're someone who's in a leadership position and you're like stalking people while they're on vacation or, you know, you're like, oh, yeah, you took that day off. But like, oh, I actually really need this thing from you or like, you know, you're asking people to work it like up until the point that they board their plane and they're in the airport or like, you know, whatever, like where people feel like they're not actually able to get off the clock without having to like convince you, like just think about that you know, that person is probably cursing you while they're (laughs) wherever they are. And it's not helping you build good relationships. And like, also, you know, if you ever have something in your life that comes up, which I'm sure you will, that you need time away from, like, it would be nice if you could do the same thing. So it kind of helps everybody to create that culture. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's, it's really awesome that Jill and Paul are able to, uh, you know, create that kind of environment. So I just wish more people would do it. And I Mm -hmm. think a lot of times, even when people are in those environments, like we said, there people feel pressure to stay on their own projects because they don't trust that other people can do it as well as they can or whatever. But like, you know, people, people can do it well enough (laughs) for a couple weeks to manage it. Exactly. Agreed. Um, But yeah, those are kind of the main things I wanted to talk about. Is there anything from your experience that you wanted to bring up that's different than what I've said? Um, No, I think that those are really great learnings. And I just hope that, you know, I know that the week before the wedding is always like a (laughs) scramble and you're trying to make sure that you like pack the right thing or do, you know, all that kind of stuff that you don't want to like show up in Hawaii and not have the (laughs) stuff that you need or whatever. But also like everything, there's always something that you look back and you're like, oh, I forgot that or like this didn't go exactly the way I thought it would or whatever. But like it's gonna be a beautiful day you're gonna get married it's so exciting like your friends are there people care about you like you know the vibe of the day will be so much fun that all that stuff I think that people really worry about that are more details the guests don't even realize them a lot of times anyway so Mm -hmm. just have fun and enjoy the time that you have with family and friends and enjoy the fact that you're getting married and um, that it's an exciting time and you know it's it's a big fun party with a lot of people that you love and it'll all be fun because that's what it is so you'll you'll have a great time 
I hope so. I hope so. I hope that when this airs, I am feeling relaxed in Hawaii already and Me not too. having to worry about any other details. <laughs> Me Just being, too. Being cool and in the groove. Yes. I hope that you are in the, well, I don't know. What's a good Hawaiian word for being in the groove? You're like in the... Uh. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's got to be I like thinking of like some like chill like vibe <laughs> word because that's very much the vibe there, right? You'll so be like, doing the hula. I'll be on island enjoying, time. <laughs> yeah, you'll be on island time. That's good. I like it. You don't have to do the hula because uh, maybe you don't know the hula and that might be more stressful than not. Yeah, I don't know the um, hula. That would be weird. Yeah, yeah, we don't need to do that. <laughs> but um, cool. Well, thank you for sharing your tips. I really appreciate it. I'm sure everyone learned a lot. And uh, happy wedding! Yay, and uh, can't you. wait to hear all about it when it's done. Thank you. Yep, I can't wait to talk about it. So yep. For anybody that has additional tips, I'd love to hear them. Um, might be too late for me, but I can share them with other people. So please reach out. Um, you can find us at workerbeing.com. You can email us at workerbeing at gmail.com. And you can find us on social media at workerbeing on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook. Thanks for listening. Thank you. The Worker Being Podcast is hosted by us, Patricia Grabar and Katina Sawyer, and produced by Allie Johnson. Oh.